Hello and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off the Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm with MC. That would be me. That would be you. Yes, mm. your new famous catchphrase. So famous. It's going to be on t-shirts and slogans and everything. Can't wait for you to like be promoting Pepsi. I'm going to get it tattooed on my eyelids. <laughs> yeah. uh, if this is your first time listening, then this is not the right episode for you. You should go back and listen to the first episode because that would make more sense. Um, but we are here. We are covering this uh, thing that I wrote as mm-hmm. in my teenage years, which was called Tomorrow Gason. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happened in the last episode, MC? Where did we leave off? Uh, mainly uh, everyone abusing each other because the, apparently this is how uh, friendships are deepened. Yeah, it's just it's just bants, isn't it? To be really horrible to your friends, right? Yeah. Right. Uh... And uh, a hug, but a manly hug. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Chip is back with the mm. gang after um, his depression slash amnesia. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that serious mental health condition that we should really be like raising money for. He uh, took a, a long shower while the <laughs> camera slowly panned up. <laughs> The steam rose out. <laughs> With Vaseline on the lens. Um, but no, uh, Chip has lost his memory, apparently. Mm. Um, though MC is a little bit suspicious, but mm-hmm. he seems to be sort of settling yeah, back they, in with they, the they gang. They made fun of Jay and it was okay after yeah, that, apparently. Yeah. That makes it okay. Um, obviously, Wheelbell, wheelchair-bound Louise is yeah. obviously a physiotherapist who we suspect Ooh. may be the, the evil physiotherapist we set up in the previous episode, Dr. Amador, mm-hmm. who is... I don't know, sacrificing people for some reason? It wasn't really clear. Dark Lord Salkmon? Salkmon? It sounds like a Pokemon. Yes, but a Dark Lord Worm okay. who can give physiotherapist powers to do things. It's quite specific. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited to see what happened. Is Louise going to get kidnapped again? <laughs> or murdered? So let's, uh, <laughs> let's find out. Previously on Tamora Gason. He pulled open his desk drawer. Spelt wrong. And fished out the ceremonial blood. Not wi- the normal blood, the ceremonial, ceremonial blood. blood. Which was disguised in the form of pills, <laughs> which he used to kill all his sacrifices. Chip also smiled, and the two shared a manly hug. <laughs> <laughs> Not a womanly one, or like an uh, like a gay one. Uh, no, it was manly. Oh, Jesus I bet we like Christ. slapped each other on the back as yeah, well. Yeah, quick know. shot to the balls. Yes. <laughs> Jay and Louise came over to join them. It was a happy occasion. Their friend and colleague had returned. Oh, but what an emotional happy moment. Chip's back and he's with the gang and he sounds different, but, you know, it's fine. MC wanted to smack the bastard across his face, really. Oh, okay. (laughs) But for now, he was glad to see Chip back. But he still wanted answers. Shinno Khan also smiled. Is he going to pick on Jay now as well? He felt the joy in MC's soul, although something still clouded Chip's. Before he could get a hold of it, Louise came back. She was excited. I start my physio tomorrow! Her cheeky grin spread across her face. Inside MC's 1959 DeSoto car, Louise was very quiet. Yay, we bought the car back! Yay! Yay. Uh, I mean, it's not that we're poor and we could have sold it for a lot of money. But... <laughs> no, it's, it's beaten up, isn't it? It's from the 50s. It can't be worth anything, seriously. I mean, they just got it to Japan and they got it running in Japan somehow, so, you know. Inside MC's 1959 DeSoto car, Louise was very quiet. Which makes a change. MC thought, but he was slightly worried about her. What's wrong? He asked. She took a few moments to answer, as she seemed to be thinking of something else. Oh, nothing. She finally said. MC swung the car onto the hard shoulder of the Japanese motorway <laughs> and turned the engine off. Which is completely fine and legal to do that, you know. I like how you need to specify it's Japanese <laughs> motorways. Do they well. have motorways in Japan? Is it like a freeway? Also, we live 20 minutes from the centre of Tokyo, so where the hell is this place? Ooh. Ah. 
What are you doing? A confused Louise asked. How long have we known each other? MC's question was assertive. I think you should do that again and be more was assertive. That not assertive. No, no, come on, be more assertive. How long have we known <laughs> each other? <laughs> Never have kids. <laughs> MC's question was really assertive. <laughs> About a year, I guess, she answered. Exactly. So I think I know when something is wrong. Tell me. Louise sighed and started to speak. I guess it's a few things, but mainly I'm worried about doing the physio. What about it? So there's no speech marks at the start of this, so is this just narrator voice or is this <laughs> Louise voice? I'm going to go with Louise, just to be on the safe side. I'm worried that it won't work, that I'll be stuck in this thing for the rest of my life and... She paused. And you guys wouldn't need me anymore. Well, that's quite a sad, uh, yeah. touching moment for Louise there, yeah. Uh, hopefully MC's next thing isn't to be a complete dick to her, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, whatever, wheels. <laughs> Why don't you just roll on out of here? You still make cups of tea, can't you? <laughs> Got any sugar? Listen. MC didn't need time to think of a response. When we first met you and Jay, we hired you as a secretary. How much secretarial work have you actually done? <laughs> we hired her because she was the woman, so she had to be the secretary, obviously. <laughs> She thought for a moment. Exactly. MC continued. If needing a secretary was all we needed, then you would have been sacked a long time ago. But it's not really her fault that there wasn't any secretarial work to do. Like, no. I mean, let go. I mean, do you, do you need the loose use of your legs to be a secretary as well? Like... This is the worst pep talk I've ever heard, MC. <laughs> oh, cheers, Louise said sarcastically. But she thought she knew where MC was going with this. Oh, God. <sighs> oh my god. No, <laughs> just don't, read don't read sentence. ahead. Just read it and I'm going to go hide in a corner. Oh god. What I mean is, me, Chip and Jay rely on you to brighten up our days with your cute smile and sex jokes. To be fair, yeah. Lou made a lot of sex she jokes did. back in college, so that is her fault entirely and not me. And you can say somebody has a cute smile without it being inappropriate. <laughs> uh, oh, just keep reading. No, it gets worse. You're the one who keeps us all sane and looks after us with your natural mother-like <laughs> ways. Also, great eye candy. <laughs> uh, uh, this is really cathartic for me because I've never hated myself as much as I do right now. <laughs> Although, yeah. <laughs> I think he's just thrown it on the end as a joke, you know, sort of he, like... No, you're right, he's you're right. He's like, hey, like, you know, we, you're a friend, we need you as our friend. Also, you're a bit of a looker. It's because he's not... Clearly, he's not comfortable with expressing his emotions <laughs> or affection for his friends. Right, has to make a joke at the The end. strict timing on the length of hugs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, we got through that. That's okay, good. Well okay, good, good, good. Louis smiled. MC had his crazy ways... But they always seem to make sense. What are your crazy ways? <laughs> I don't understand. Being sexist. <laughs> so I'm going to drive you to this Dr. Amador, and he's going to make you all better again. Oh, he's not, is he? He's not <laughs> going to do that. Also, we have actually revealed now that it is Dr. Amador that Louise yeah. is going to see. Yeah, yeah. He started up the engine again, and Louise was beginning to feel a lot better about the day. Don't know why. I oh, don't know either. The office for Dr. Amador's practice was surprisingly small. It sat in the busy part of Tokyo's business streets, between three taller buildings. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense to have like a small practice then, because it less yeah. seems more inconspicuous, isn't it? And you so. wouldn't need a big one for a physiotherapist. <laughs> Fifteen floors of yeah. <laughs> Run down those stairs, you'll feel much better. Only a small sign on the outside informed you of what was inside the little white building. MC pulled up just outside and helped Louise from the car into her own four-wheeled vehicle. Wait, wheelchairs don't... No, they do, they do. Oh, the big ones at the front. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. 
<laughs> we both looked at each other and like, hang on. <laughs> this isn't realistic. <laughs> I think we just assume I'm going to yeah. be wrong in this now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like the gentleman that he is, he offered to stay and wait round. But Louise insisted he went, possibly because she was afraid of more <laughs> misogyny. Possibly. I'll be a couple of hours. And besides, you can come and pick me up after. He reluctantly agreed and drove off once she was successfully inside. She successfully made it inside. <laughs> well, she is in a wheelchair. <laughs> and they probably don't have a ramp or anything at the physio, do they? So, Louise noticed she was the only patient inside the small waiting room, which was surprisingly posh. Many magazines dotted the seven or so brown leather seats that were scattered around the room in an organised way. I have a really weird sense of world building. Like, it's... Yeah. Needless details in places and leaving out a lot of things that could be important, you know, like brown leather seats. Seven of them. Who cares? Who cares? Seven or so. Oh, seven. Okay, so roughly she roughly seven. She could roughly be six, counted. Could yeah. Be eight. And there's a few magazines as well. Three doors were just behind the front desk. One was a men's room. The other for the ladies. And finally, the farthest one from the desk was Doctor Louis Avador's. The door looked big and reinforced. <laughs> But before Louise could really notice that, a nurse came out of the ladies and spoke to her. Hello. She was very polite. You must be Miss Yorta. Go on in. Dr. Amador is suspecting you. Suspecting you? Suspecting you? I don't know if that is an intentional typo. <laughs> or It's really not. Come no. on, it's not. So why no. would... He's suspecting... <laughs> the doctor is suspecting you now. Oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> I suspect you of being sick. The nurse held open the door and Louise herself in. The nu- no, wait. The nurse held open the door and Louise herself in. She Louised herself into the door. That's great. She Louised herself. Uh, it is what happens, you know, if, you've, if you're in a wheelchair. Sometimes you have to Louise yourself. <laughs> Louis could hear chatter coming from the waiting room, so he quickly put his worshipping statue of Stalkman. So he quickly put his worshipping statue of Stalkman. Where did he quickly put... I want a worshipping statue. <laughs> and he's quickly put it. Or no, not even it. He's just quickly quickly put. Quickly put. Quickly put his worshipping statue. statue of Salquan. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Okay, moving on. He had a two-hour session planned for the young lady, which meant he had plenty of time in the rest of the day for more worshipping and more planning for his next sacrifice. Alice is... Got his day planned out. I like Busy to man, see his, isn't he? He's like to see his calendar. <laughs> Physio, worshipping, planning next sacrifice, haircut. As his office door opened, he stood up from his chair and walked over to the lady. She was gorgeous. Louis was instantly besotted. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they have to use that guy from yesterday? He thought to himself. She would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I feel oh. like... Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Louis had never seen such beauty in one human before. And plenty of cows <laughs> and some goats. <laughs> the fact she was in a wheelchair made it more exciting. <laughs> He'd never met anyone with the same fetish as him, but he guessed it made him special. Clearly he's never been on 4chan. <laughs> Louis felt an urge inside him. He had to make love to her, or kill her. Maybe both. He wasn't sure which first. You know, the worrying thing is, now, having been, uh, like, with more knowledge of the internet, mm-hmm. 
this doesn't seem like a big thing. It's just like, yeah, there's probably fucking loads of shit, <laughs> shit on the internet. Yeah, there's a lot of Louis Amadors out there, isn't there? Yeah. 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 Oh, God. The old wheelchair snuff. <laughs> Blood sacrifice. Worshipping statue fetish. Well, at least we know he's definitely a bad guy. There's no grey area here, is there? <laughs> no, I'd, just... I'd like to think he's more of an anti-hero. He's <laughs> like one of those sympathetic villains, you know. <laughs> Louise extended her hand and the doctor shook it. She didn't expect the office to be overly big, and it wasn't. Cool. cool. <laughs> a larger bed-like table sat in the middle with numerous cupboards and drawers around it. A bed-like table. I mean, I know what I mean. But yeah, it's a way of putting it. It's like you couldn't be bothered to look up what sort of furniture <laughs> a physiotherapist used. I could it's one of those Jesus. bed table things. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's fine. Dr. Amador's desk was just by the door. There was just enough room for Louise to squeeze in. She thought she saw the doctor look at funny, but put it down to nerves. <laughs> yes, because when someone's decided if they want to sleep with you or kill you or both, not necessarily in which order, you know, looking at me a bit funny, that's a bit strange, isn't it? Oh, well, I'm just nervous, it's fine. He's drooling. <laughs> and rubbing his thighs with a knife in one of them. <laughs> it's fine, he's just being polite. <laughs> After the talk with MC, Louise had the feeling today was going to be her day. I mean, after that prep talk, who wouldn't? About an hour later, and things were going quite well. Louise and Dr. Amador had yet to do any physical exercise, as he was very much trying to find the cause of her injuries. Well, it's the bruised spine, isn't it? We all know that. It's the bruises. Severely bruised. <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah. I downplay it too much there. <laughs> Louise had almost informed the seemingly normal doctor of how it was either a zombie or vampire that pushed her down the stairs, but thought better of it. Instead, she went for the some stranger knock me down some steps routine. <laughs> that old routine. Oh, that, that old, old chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> He's heard it all before. Well, that's fair, you know. So, I mean, she did get pushed down the stairs by a zombie or a vampire, she thinks, during yeah. the attack on yeah, the mansion. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do you remember anything about the attack or attacker? Louis asked. Bits and pieces, Louise replied. Every now and then, things come to me. Oh, <laughs> she said. <laughs> like just then. I saw the hand that pushed me. It looked familiar, actually. How strange is that? I mean, do you ever come across any hands that seem familiar to you? Not really. Um, you'd have to know someone pretty damn well. I don't know what your hands look like. <laughs> I don't know. What do your hands look like? Are they familiar? Oh my God, you pushed me down the stairs. <laughs> That's how I severely bruised my spine. <laughs> Louis continued to nod along although he wasn't really paying much attention. She was wearing a light brown t-shirt that revealed hints of breast every time she leaned over. Hints Uh, of breast. Yeah. Just to devil's advocate here, Uh maybe I'm writing from his perspective, so I'm trying to make him sound. I think think that's that's what what I'm getting at. You're failing miserably, and that's the problem. (laughs) All the time she talked, Louis thought only about cutting her open and putting her in his bed for the night. No, this isn't you writing as him. This is just you. (laughs) This is just all me. (laughs) It had to be today. The realisation hit him strong. He would not toy with her or even do any of the fun torture. Simple, painful death. Uh, Oh, Louis. (laughs) Louis knew that this might jeopardise his mission, but the strong sexual feelings, which overcame him at the moment, were too extreme to ignore. So... Do you think this is why you haven't been to see a physio about your shitty bag? <laughs> no, this is why I've been to see many. Okay, right. <laughs> Trying to find my Louis. 
Uh, but it's, it, yeah, I see. Do you know what? This is adding layers to Mr. Amador here because true. he's going for the sort of ritual sacrifice to yeah, get yeah, 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 yeah. some unknown thing from the Dark Lord. Yeah. But he's also got this really specific fetish that just mm. happens to fit in with his physiotherapy. Ah, it, it all, it's all ties together now, you layers. see? Layers upon layers. I am an onion, all right? <laughs> you make everyone cry. <laughs> when Louise had finished talking, he asked her to wait for a moment while he just popped out. Before he left the office, she she asked Louise to strip to her underwear for the physical side of the session. So, Louis Amador is a woman? I guess. <laughs> I don't think he is. Louis went over to his nurse, Laura, who really looked ugly in comparison to <laughs> Louise, and said, You might as well get off home. It's not going to be a busy day today. She smiled at the doctor and grabbed her bag. Within a few minutes, she was gone, leaving Dr. Amador alone with Louise. He returned to his office, and there was Louise sitting in her chair. He, top was off, revealing her bra, but her jeans remained on. I meant completely down to your underwear, Louise said. I know, Louise replied, but I can't move far enough to get them off. The doctor smiled an evil smile. It's weird that you're doing both voices as well, so it's you're being super creepy to yourself. Like, no, Chip, I don't want to. Oh, it's time. I go to whatever the fuck Louis is going to do to you. Ha ha ha. I'm an evil physiotherapist. This is what I do when you leave me here in the studio to sit here and do this by myself. The doctor smiled an evil smile. No problem. I'll help. He went over to Louise and licked his fingers. <laughs> God, like, I get it, he's a bad guy, like, just leave it at that, I get it. This really freaked Louise out, no fucking shit. Up until now, he seemed really normal, apart from the odd glance down her top, but she was used to that. Oh, it's uh, 2003, wasn't it? Society yeah. like was different then. She was about to tell him to get lost when Chip and MC kicked the strong, reinforced door in. Louis tried to reach for a knife in his desk drawer, but MC slammed his hand hard down on Louis's hand. Snapped his hands hard down Louis. Okay, right. So yeah. Like, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Also, I cannot spell draw. I really can't. Really can't. No. D-R-A-W, that's how I think draw is spelled. The doctor cradled his paw and MC went over to Louise. So he was male, tended to... Now he's... <laughs> he became female. Now he's some sort of animal, evidently. <laughs> you all right? He asked. Louise started to cover herself with her arms and said, How did you know what was happening? We got a phone call from Tifa, MC replied. She warned us about this dickhead. Apparently she's been watching Dr. Amador for quiet some time. <laughs> and Tifa noticed your name on his patient register. So she gave us the heads up. Okay, is mm. Tifa Lockhart the worst police officer <laughs> in history? Because in the previous episode, episode one, yeah. she sent a woman who was being stalked and had an intruder on her home to MC yeah. and the guys. Now she's been watching this uh, physiotherapist who she suspects of all these crimes, but when she saw Louise's name, she was like, oh, I better let MC know. He can go and solve it now. Like, Did she just take credit for all the, <laughs> the things? It's like, oh, yeah, that's me. Crack the, the case. <laughs> Definitely me. He wasn't two superpowered ninjas or anything like Evil that. Evil physiotherapist. Yeah, knew about that. <laughs> yeah, it was me. It was all me. Maybe she just hasn't got any resources. Oh, like, yeah. It's just her in the police department, so she's like, I need some backup. <laughs> Chip stood in the doorway and laughed as Louis challenged him to come get some. Good luck, mate. Chip said as he blocked a swing from the doctor. Chip buried a knee deep into Louis's stomach and placed a hand on his Dr. Amador's head. On his Dr. Amador's head. So he's Chip has his own. Now. Yeah. 
you dirty perv, he said and shoved Louis headfirst over his desk. He hit his head on the radiator behind the desk and was knocked clean out. Chip turned back towards MC and Louise, who was pointing at him. You're the one, she said. You pushed me down the stairs. Oh, shit. Oh! Oh my god! I know! What, another cliffhanger ending? I know! But you... like, a big one! The hands were familiar! It was Chip's hand! <laughs> you said it all along! <laughs> oh my god, Louise has accused Chip of pushing her down the stairs. Yes. What What possible reason does Chip have for this? Oh He's... my god, I mean, he didn't have the amnesia slash depression back then, so... Maybe... Yes, I, 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 I don't know. Oh my god. But you've really gone hard on the cliffhanger, the surprise twist. Yeah, I the... think it's because the episodes tend to be quite shit. So I have to <laughs> end with like a cliffhanger to like, well, we'll keep people reading, you know, coming back for more. What I do? Cliffhanger, there we go. Um, actually, to be fair, the episode wasn't that bad, apart from all the horrible content. In yes. terms of a plot and a narrative, it there was... There was stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, it ended poorly because it was just like, oh yeah, Tifa told them he was evil, so they stopped him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there, there was definitely potential to do more with a character that had such specific interests. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I think more could have been done with it. And what's going to happen to him now? Do we give him to Tifa? Or like, is she just going to be like, no, you deal with him. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know any laws. <laughs> what do you think I am? A cop? <laughs> oh, so yeah. Um, it's a fucking surprise twist, man. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm so... Shots. I, I know, right? I mean, I'm not really because I remember what happens. But so I accidentally saw the end of the episode. Oh, right so you saw. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> what a cliffhanger! <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm excited, very excited to find out what happens next yes. week. Will there be another villain with a very specific <laughs> fetish that we'll just suddenly forget about when we get to the twist at the end? <laughs> Maybe MC has done something horrible to Jay. Maybe MC stole Jay's money. He hasn't got any money. I know, exactly. <laughs> oh, but yeah, he played, he bought all the stocks out or something yeah. like that. Oh, my God, the ninjas are going evil, maybe. <laughs> this is, I pushed someone down the stairs, you played the stock market. Shinokan killed <laughs> Chip and MC's family. <laughs> A JFK. <laughs> well, tune in next week where maybe there'll be some more cliffhangers. Maybe there'll be another weird villain that's inappropriately written. And maybe Jay did 9-11. <laughs>